Incredible edibles start with Loran. Professional bakery emulsions, super strength flavors, and candy mixes from Loran make it easier than ever to create your own delicious edible experience. Bite Me listeners in the contiguous 48 receive 15% off their order at loranoils.com. Just enter Bite Me 15 at checkout. For listeners outside the 48, email customercare at loranoils.com for a list of distributors and retailers near you and tell them Marge sent you. Welcome back, friends. I hope you're keeping well because there are a lot of germs going around right now. So this week, we're tackling the infused hot toddy. Welcome to Bite Me, the show about edibles, where I help you take control of your high life. I'm your host and certified Ganger Marge, and I love helping cooks make safe and effective edibles at home. I'm so glad you're here, and thank you for joining me today. Welcome back, friends, to another episode. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. If this is your first episode, I think you're going to enjoy it because there are a lot of germs going around right now. It feels like all my friends are toppling like dominoes friends and family getting sick. And it wasn't pretty recently myself that I came down with a pretty nasty cold. And this is sort of what prompted this particular episode because I was helping myself feel better with some infused hot toddies. And we're going to get into it in just a second. But before we do, once again, thank you for listening. If you're a longtime listener, I just want to acknowledge you as well for the reason that I'm here. Because if I didn't have listeners who are tuning in each and every week, then I would just be sitting here talking into the ether. And that's not that much fun. So I hope you learned something from this episode and let's get into it. So before we get into the recipe itself, I just wanted to go over a review that I received recently that really touched me. And I just want to say thank you so much for the people that take the time to send in to write these reviews because I'm a small independent podcaster with a small independent podcast and I'm not part of any big networks or anything like that. And independent podcasters really have to work hard to get the word of mouth out there for their shows. And podcasters work really hard. There's a lot of behind the scenes things that go on to make a podcast happen each and every week. And reviews like this really help move the bar as far as spreading the word about the show. So this one's entitled So Helpful and it was a five-star review Marge does a phenomenal job of providing bite-sized information that is easily digestible. Check out this podcast. And this review came from Eunonia Zen from Canada, and apologies if I pronounced that username incorrectly. And I really love how this person also used a few little food kind of references with bite-sized information, easily digestible. I really like that. I don't know if that was on purpose or not, but if it was, it was noted and appreciated. So... I really do appreciate, again, these types of reviews, and it really means a lot. Now, let's just get into the recipe, shall we? Because that's what we're all here for. We're all here to find new and refreshing ways to infuse our foods and drinks and lives. And I think, I, as I mentioned a few minutes ago, I was sick recently, and it just sort of hit me right when the, it coincided, I think, when we closed all our windows and turned on the furnace. And this fall has been unprecedented, unprecedented in the fact that it's been really mild for Canada, for where I am in Ontario. And a lot of the times, I mean, we have the furnace on and running long before the beginning of October. 
but not this year. And we still have had a f- several nights in October where I've been able to open the window and allow a nice breeze in at night. And it's been lovely, which is shocking because this time of month, in this this month, you can easily get snow. Anybody who is from Ontario or lives in Canada knows what I'm talking about. And it's strange too, because I'm looking, I can see out the window right now at some of the trees and there's the trees in my backyard, many of which have not even started to, the leaves haven't even started to fall. There's a tree outside my window right now where it's pretty well all turned colors, but it hasn't lost any of its leaves. There's a bunch of trees in the neighborhood that are a bright, brilliant red. And I love the bright, brilliant reds when the trees turn, but they've been like this for like a couple of weeks and the leaves have just started to fall. It's it's very odd and unusual. Climate change, I don't know, but I have to admit that I'm not really looking forward to winter, so I will take it for as long as I can. But of course, there's so many people getting sick right now. It uh, went through my house. I mean, not everybody got sick, but I definitely did. And I know a lot of people that have been sick recently too. So normally, I don't condone, condone a crossfade. And that's when you mix alcohol and cannabis at the at the same time. And doing that's even more tricky to navigate when you're ingesting edibles because the onset time can take so long. A lot of people, if you're doing the crossfade and you're combining alcohol and weed, have had the experience of consuming some cannabis, like using a joint, and they will immediately notice that the effects of the alcohol are often amplified by the joint. And it's... Depending on how it goes, that can be very unpleasant or it can, you know, you can just sort of back off because the effects from the cannabis are immediate. But as we all know, if you're consuming edibles, you might not feel those effects for 45 minutes or an hour. And if you're already consuming alcohol, the feeling of the effects might also be a little blurred when they start to to come on. Most culinary cannabis chefs would also recommend against it. I've talked to many culinary cannabis chefs uh, through this show. And most of them do recommend that you don't do it. And most of these chefs also, if they're doing any kind of infused dinners, never combine cannabis and alcohol together. Now, having said that, I have many times done just that. I don't drink that much anymore, but during and before the pandemic, I did drink quite a bit more. And since then, I've kind of flirted with going dry for stretches at a time. I did 100 days of no alcohol, I think a couple years ago by now, uh, I've done several sober months or dry months. And because mainly because I realized how shitty it made me feel most of the time while also encouraging poor decisions because no one wakes up glad that they ate that late night pizza at like 1 a.m. before crashing. And you don't even really have to be drunk to do that. Sometimes a little bit of alcohol can loosen those inhibitions. And the next thing you know, you're like, ah, one slice won't hurt or whatever. I mean, it might be pizza, it might be whatever your nemesis is. But that's just one example of how sometimes alcohol can encourage you to make poor decisions that you wouldn't otherwise make. And of course, let's not even talk about hangovers and fatigue and all the rest of that stuff. But I will also say that anytime I was mixing alcohol and edibles, Uh, During that period of my life, I was doing it in the comfort of my own home where I was safe, but still it's not something I would take to the streets, if you will. And of course, we were all pretty locked up and needing things to do during the pandemic. So there was a bit of a safety element, but it is an advanced move. And if you're not accustomed to it, I don't necessarily recommend it. Now, I don't really buy alcohol anymore to bring into the home if I want a glass of wine. I'll usually just have one when I'm out for dinner or spending time chatting with a friend out somewhere. I don't, 
I don't tend to buy it just because if I buy it and it's in the house, then that means I'm more likely to drink it. And if I just don't have it in the house, I don't even think about it. It might be a little more expensive, but I consider it a, like a health tax for not having easily accessible alcohol in the house. And like I said, I don't miss having it in the home at all. So when I found myself sick with this really crappy cold recently, I was exploring every remedy to help my symptoms. And I came across the hot toddy, which I shouldn't say came across. I mean, hot toddies are as old as time and they've been around for a long, a long, long while. And so this is nothing new, but I found this recipe and it made me think how warming and nourishing it would be, even with the whiskey. And the whiskey is sort of an important ingredient for this particular this particular beverage, but in this case, it feels more medicinal than alcoholic. And I don't know if you would agree with that or not. You can always let me know either way, but it's sweetened with honey. So I was like, why not swap the honey for an infused version? Wouldn't that help me also when I'm feeling lousy? And I actually had whiskey in the cupboard because uh, back last Christmas, so yeah, last Christmas, we bought a bunch of Mickey's uh, for Christmas last year, expecting to accommodate the alcoholic preferences of a bunch of different people. And we never opened a single bottle. And for those of you who are unfamiliar, I think, I do believe I've heard that Mickey is a Canadian term, but a Mickey is a small bottle of alcohol. I'm trying to think because we don't really call bottles anything. Like there's the Mickey and there's the 60 and a, I don't even know what they are anymore. I don't really worry about it too much, but the Mickey are the small bottles. So we have whiskey in the cupboard and tequila and two types of vodka and two types of rum, the spiced and the clear and like all this stuff. And none of it got opened. And obviously I've found also over time that many members of my family, immediate family have also been really slowing down on their alcohol consumption. It seems to be a real trend these days, at least in the people that I've been talking to. And so, you know, I thought, why not open one of these bottles for this particular recipe? Because I had it and it's been sitting in the cupboard for nearly a year at this point. Notably, I should say notably, it's wine that I like to drink. Beer and spirits will sit in the cupboard for months unopened, but never the wine. So I should clarify that because, yeah, if I buy wine, that's what I like to drink. And that's what I like to drink when I'm out. So just for just to clear that up for any of you who might have been wondering. So I requested some lemons for the next person who was out of the house and going to the store. And I set myself up to make a nourishing hot toddy when I was feeling like staying in bed. And luckily, not only you can infuse this medicinal elixir, but you can also skip the whiskey if you don't want to go out and buy a bottle, even if it's just a Mickey, and have it sit in your cupboard until the next time you feel shitty. Or if you don't drink, then you what you have on your hands essentially is an infused hot lemon, which is also nourishing and warming to the weakened soul. And the beautiful thing about this particular recipe is that the ingredients you need are so simple. Nothing specialty, except maybe the whiskey. If, you know, as aforementioned, you're not much of a drinker, you don't have it on hand, you might have to go out and buy it and like make a special stop if you actually want to do that. But basically what you need is hot water lemon, lemon juice, your infused honey, and the whiskey, if you are using. And you're going to boil your water in a kettle or on a pot on the stove if we're going sort of, I don't know, pilgrim style or whatever. And while that's going on, you're going to add a couple lemon rounds. So you're going to slice the lemon, put a couple rounds in the mug. You're going to add some lemon juice. 
I used bottled organic lemon juice, which I usually have on hand in the fridge for recipes. So I have it when I, I need it, the honey and the whiskey. And I kind of muddle the rounds a little bit to help release some of the juices from that as well. And then I pour in the hot water. I stir to dissolve the honey. And then you can also adjust the sweetness and the tartness by adding either more honey or lemon juice. But just be sure to be aware of how potent your honey is if you're adjusting for sweetness. Because, of course, you can always use regular honey as well if you're at the potency level that you'd like, but you want to sweeten it up a little bit more. Now, I do love CBD honey for this recipe. It kind of makes it feel almost more medicinal when you're feeling really, really shitty. And as someone, I don't really take a lot of Tylenol. I have to be really, really desperate if I'm doing Tylenol. I try and keep my remedies a lot more natural and organic. And sometimes I'm like, is it placebo? It might be, but if the placebo works, then fuck it, who cares? I'm uh, sort of an oil of oregano woman because I love the burn. And if you haven't tried that for when you're feeling down, your throat's a little scratchy or whatever, I do recommend it. And so that's why I was always looking for more creative ways to feel better without going to the drugstore. I, I usually take some zinc as well because that helps helps lessen the duration of a cold and the severity, so they say. And I should probably get some echinacea because I've always understood that echinacea is also really good when you're feeling down or or not well. So clearly, I love me a good home remedy. If you have any great home remedies that you like, then please let me know and Again, if it's placebo, but it makes me feel like I'm feeling a little bit better or it's accomplishing something, you're moving me towards the goalpost of feeling better, then I don't really care. And I'm also at the same time when I'm not taking things to sort of bring down fevers or or that sort of thing, I'm letting my body do its own thing, which sometimes seems healthier in the long run. I have read some things before to suggest that, you know, when you are sort of running a fever, you have the chills or whatever, it's your body's natural immune response to what's happening, which means it's fighting this virus or whatever for you. And when you do things to sort of eliminate those symptoms, you're also dampening the immune response that your body's having. Am I a doctor? Hell no. So take this advice however you see fit. This is just what I do. And... I did get over the cold after several days. It it was, again, not nice. Nobody likes getting sick. I hate getting sick. But the hot toddy was really nice. I was enjoying it several times. Well, several times. I only had it like once in the evening over several days, but I did make it several times. And obviously, if you're putting whiskey in it, the goal is also not to get yourself drunk because that certainly... uh, might make you feel worse instead of better, but there was something really nice about the sort of the richness of the whiskey in it as well. And you're sipping it as in a hot drink and with the lemon, it was just really nice. And again, with the infused honey in it, it was a really nice bonus. So who knows? Uh, if you're feeling really shitty and as winter imposes and we're closing up our windows and turning on the furnace, we're more susceptible, of course, to viruses. That's just the nature of the world we live in now. And of course, we have that extra virus that we have to think about, which I'm sure I'm, I'm sorry to even bring that up. But, you know, it's cold, flu and COVID season now. So the, hopefully this hot beverage may be something that will help you through when you're feeling down and you're feeling under the weather. Maybe just what Dr. Marge ordered. Yeah. So if you enjoyed this episode, you know somebody else who might be feeling under the weather. 
and needing a little nourishment, then why don't you share this episode with them? They might like to hear what Dr. Marge had to say. Again, I'm not a doctor. I'm just somebody who likes to talk about infusing things on the internet. You can always share your feedback with me or whatever your home remedies are when you're feeling really crappy. And you can send me an email or talk to me on the podcast hotline because I love hearing your voices. And then I can often include that audio right in an episode if it comes through clear enough. There are occasions when I've gotten audio and it's just a little too... uh, too scratchy or noisy, but, and you can always stay up to date with news and events, questions for guests, giveaways, that kind of thing with the newsletter that helps keep these episodes timeless. And of course I started the Bite Me Cannabis Club and I highly encourage you to come over there and join. I'm really trying to get this uh, little club off the ground, a place where we can all come together. And right now it is free for life for the OG members that are joining right now. So I would uh, suggest you don't wait on that. And you know what won't give you a cold? the product and services that I recommend on the Marge Recommends page. So be sure to check those out because if you are in the market for something related to improving your edibles game or even maybe some podcasting stuff, then I have discount codes and product recommendations of things that I personally use all the time, some of which I've been using for years before I even started this podcast. And that helps to support the show as well and no extra charge to you. Win-win. So I hope you enjoyed that episode this week, my friends. I hope you stay well. Maybe you can use this hot toddy as a preventative as well here and there when you're sort of, you know, wanting to just feel warm and cozy on a cool night. I'm your host, Marge. And until next time, my friends, stay high.